0: Oh my god. How cool. I love that. So exciting. Wow. Hi, I'm Pip and this is Jumbled Loves a Chat. Amazing. Love that it. Is stunning. That is like so flipping true. Just come and get your coffee. <laughs> Cheers to that. Today's guest smells and sounds like a dream. Sounds strange, I know, but you'll get it soon. She mixes memories and dreams, creating handcrafted small batch scents for daydreamers, romantics, brands, and locations. It's with great pleasure that I get to welcome Amanda Stevens from Rewild Co. to our podcast, Jumbled Loves A Chat. Welcome. Hi, Pip. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us today. And I'm very sorry about my tech issues. I've been <laughs> making her way of as I've been bumbling around with, I'm hopeless. I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> thank you. I've been so looking forward to this chat because I feel like you and your business and your journey will be so inspirational for the listeners today. So thank you.
1: Oh, thank you for having me again. I just, I've, I've listened to your previous
0: guests and I feel completely honoured to even be here. Oh, you're so lovely. So <laughs> I, I first discovered you on Instagram during lockdown. Um, I was scrolling through and I was, I was daydreaming about, you know, we were trying to tick off all those things that we'd been wanting, been dreaming about during um, COVID And one of the things that we wanted to do was create our own signature scent. And I wanted it to be about, you know, the travels to Morocco that I go on because, you know, obviously we're not traveling and it's the power of scent and memories that can transport you back. So that was, so when I started with you, I was so excited (laughs) and working with you was so much fun oh, i'm so work, glad to hear that <laughs> if you work with amanda it's so flawless and so fabulous so i can't recommend thank her enough you. so you're going you're going to love it oh thank you so much that's that's very kind <laughs> and we're about to get into it sorry i keep talking yep. but you know <laughs> yesterday we launched not one but two fragrances that we created with um, amanda called sunrise and sunset and we're super proud of them And we can't wait for everyone to smell them as well. But we better start by, can you let everyone know what you do at Rewild Co.?
1: Yeah, so Rewild Co. is um, my perfumery brand. So I have my own range of scents and I create um, scents for other people and other brands and places and um, it's very much a creative outlet.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's so beautiful. And we better go back to the be- beginning. We better mm-hmm. rewind on rewind. <laughs> Where did you grow up? So
1: I grew up in South South Australia yeah. um, <laughs> in a place, <laughs> I know I to say that very slowly. It's <laughs> um, twister. Yeah, in a place called um, Mount Gambier and also Panola, which is a little bit north. Uh, it was a small country town. Uh, very sports driven yeah. um so for um I was that kid that loved art and English um so it it, it was it was a beautiful place to grow up though it was very uh, small country town everything you'd expect yeah so
0: you're obviously yeah.
1: creative then yeah I um I've always been uh very creative and just had that love uh for art and English and it was um it was, learning them was never a chore. Yeah. It never felt like a chore. It was just totally enjoyable. Oh. Um, and, you know, I'd spend hours on hours at the public library and I'd just say, you know, just just park me and leave me. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm happy here. This is my place. Mm-hmm. Um, but very much loved poetry books and would just, art books and anything
0: literature, would just love it. Oh, it sounds beautiful. So you're at school, you're loving it yep. your and you're English. Yes. What did you do when you left school? Yeah,
1: so uh, career counselling was a pivotal moment and I'm did sure... Did you have
0: one <laughs> at school
1: or we was did.
0: it an thing? No, it
1: was one appointed by the school yeah. and I'm sure many people listening to this will, it will bring back memories for them as well. But I remember distinctly going in there and saying, well, they asked me, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And <laughs> as a 17-year-old, it's a very daunting question. And I said, art, I really want to do art. And they looked at me with that face and said, Amanda, art's not a job. But, but we think you would be great at admin. Oh, this, this was a long time ago, Pip. Like, you know, this was a long time ago, you know, back in those days. Yeah. Um, and so I nodded and admin, I know, right. What a travesty. (laughs) Um, it's great, right. There's, there's. We need admin. Totally. But let's just say it's not my strength. So I really don't know why it was (laughs) suggested. Um, But as that 17-year-old, I nodded politely and said, you know, you're the experts. Okay, I'll do admin. So (laughs) left school and uh, worked in administration and then in retail and um, even worked at a surf shop. Um, And after that, I sort of decided that I was um it wasn't for me
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so um i decided to move to the city and started uh studying uh, makeup artistry which i oh, thought would be cool. a really good creative outlet which it was it was brilliant yeah um and after that i moved here to the mountains in the grampians yes yeah. yeah. so and that was
0: the grampians where is yes. that exactly
1: yeah, so for people that don't know, the Grampians is about three hours west of Melbourne yeah. um, in Victoria, Australia. And it is the third, I think it's the third largest national park in Australia. So oh, it's okay. huge and it's absolutely stunning. And we live, I live with my husband and three children.
0: Yeah.
1: And we live in the valley of the mountains so it's like this little valley with two mountain ranges quite close together yeah so we live in there surrounded by forest and we have a billabong out the back
0: so Mm. it's
1: it's absolutely stunning like it's just beautiful sounds
0: like a dream living there (laughs) definitely when the borders open back up it's i would love to come down and visit there oh please do how did you how did you end up there
1: So my husband was working here uh, when I met him. He's an ecologist and I, it was either he moved to the city to be with me or I moved to the country to be with him. And when I, when I decided to move here, it was sort of like that gut feeling. Yeah. It was, it just, I don't know, it might've been naive, but it was that. Just felt right. Yeah. It was my gut telling me, I think you need to do this.
0: Yeah. Did and you it have quite, kids
1: then? No, I didn't have okay. children. But yeah. I had all of my friend, good friends were in the city and yeah. I had a great job and I lived by the beach. It was like this idyllic bubble that I was living in with you know, no struggle. Yeah. Um, and my friends, oh, bless their socks, I, I think they actually put bets on how long I would last, you know. <laughs> I... I think that one said six weeks, Ooh. you know, so they weren't giving me much. Yeah. <laughs> but my kind of friend said six months. Oh, <laughs> um, So after 16 years, I've sort of proved them all wrong. Oh. <laughs> um, and I just couldn't imagine being anywhere else. This, is, this just feels right and it feels like home.
0: Yeah. How many people yeah. live in your little town? Really?
1: 350. Oh, that's and lovely. I think I know every one of them. Yeah, that's so <laughs> you know, special. It is. It's, it, it is just that um, beautiful small community that, um, yeah, you know, words can't describe how special that is.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I guess like many people, you know, around our area here that often mm-hmm. move to a regional or country area for love, when you moved yeah. um, to the Grampians, was it, um, yeah. did you have a plan about what you were going to do? So, no. So you are doing <laughs> makeup artistry?
1: Yeah. So I continued on with that and I ended up working for um, Estee Lauder and oh, yeah. Aveda as well. But when I moved here, I, we became serial renovators, believe it or not. Yeah. And did buildings and projects. So, you know, after 16 years and seven properties later. Oh my uh, gosh, you should go on the block. No, I really shouldn't. (laughs) I don't think I'd cope, um, but I decided to. I just recently we sold our last one, and I decided to hang up my renovating boots to reclaim my spare time.
0: Oh, that's good. Well,
1: you're busy yep. now,
0: so I guess that brings yep. us to perfume. Yes. When did you first start making perfume?
1: Yeah. So it's been a hobby for about 19 years, wow. and you know, it was. I did it in saying hobby. I I did it for joy. Um, And over those 19 years, I've done a lot of informal and formal training. But last year, I decided to move it into being more full-time. Yeah. And it wasn't so much about creating a business. It was more about being able to create more and being able to share more. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: so lovely. So do you remember the first perfume that you ever made?
1: Well, it was more about, I think first it was it was really becoming um, addicted to scent, really. That's where it really first started. And, you know, I have specific moments, uh, memories of, and I'm sure everyone does as well, where you smell something and it's like nothing else exists at that very moment. Like it captures you entirely for a moment. And you know, I have this memory of high school and walking across the yard and it was a, you know, I remember it was a nice sunny day and the grass had just been cut and I remember who I was with and what I was talking about and it was that smell of freshly cut grass. Yeah. So every time I smell that, it takes me back to that very moment. So my true love of scent began when I realised that scent allowed me to have access to a time and place that no longer existed
0: oh that's so lovely that's that's it, really the beauty of fragrance isn't it I love that it
1: is it is and it's like it, you can you can time travel in your mind you can back to that very moment um and how special
0: is that and isn't you know it, do you find it interesting that um that it is so personal that but- it, yes. It kind of smells different on different people. Yes. Maybe people are smelling it differently. You're not really sure. But and the memories that yep. different fragrances evoke. Absolutely. And it's very
1: much um, each person's experience at that time, you know, what they see and what they hear and what they felt is to how it will align with that scent, which makes it even more incredible. Oh. So I think that's when I first really fell in love with scent is when I had that epiphany that that's what it could do Um, and ever since I would seek scent out you know I remember going in my grandparents um, farmhouse and they had these colatris pines at the front and I would just go and sit underneath them in pine cones and sniff the pine it was just it was just beautiful and I would always put my hand up to help grandpa in the shearing shed because it would be that smell of lanolin. You know, anyone that's been on a sheep farm, that creamy, buttery, you know, beautiful lanolin smell. Um, So I was always, uh, unbeknownst to me, always seeking out those scent experiences to try and create those joyous memories.
0: Oh, I love that. That's so (laughs) lovely. I was just taking me back, even you did. (laughs) i was just taken off into my own childhood of um, hearing sheds and things like that. It's so lovely. (laughs) So what was your aim and and your purpose when you started Rewild Co? And did you foresee then where you are now?
1: No, it, it was, to be honest, it was born of joy. And I just wanted to create. I didn't. I didn't know what, I didn't know why. It was just, I just feel like I need to put things together and to uh, to create my own art, if that makes sense, you know, in a certain way. Um, I knew what I didn't want and this uh, Rewild is so much about um, being authentic and appreciating the natural environment and the natural aromas and smells as opposed to the synthetic which... I guess had become so prevalent, um
0: mm. you know,
1: especially through the nineties and two thousands as well. Um there was that blur. So I really wanted to bring the natural back. Yeah. In a in a very artisan and slow way.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You only use ethically sourced ingredients as well. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and why is that important to you? And otherwise, where do the fragrances Come from as well because Jess and I were like, "Oh, I wonder what and ethically where where they come from." Yeah, yeah. So every single ingredient
1: that I have, yeah, um, I have sourced ethically. So I want to make sure that I know where it's grown. I know that there's certifications there. I want to know that um, you know they haven't knocked down old growth forest for the plantation. Yeah, I, I want to know these things, and they all sit with me. And it's not so much that I share all of that information, but it's more a an internal moral compass that I have. Yes, um, that's important to me uh, because I live in wilderness, and if this is destroyed, I mean it's so beautiful. How could you? You know, I don't want. I don't want that. But there is also joy in using the natural as
0: well. Yeah, I guess it all makes for the story as well you know it's like the ethos behind your brand Mm. everything that you do all the photos that you take I feel all your branding is so bang on and so authentic and beautiful that it is you know your creative art like I can see that it's so beautiful
1: thank you thank you I just every everything I do I want to make sure that it is beautiful um because,
0: I mean, what a gift. If that's what you're creating, what a gift. Yeah, yeah.
1: To that's... yourself and to others.
0: Yeah. So it was first a hobby and then I guess yep. it slowly became a viable sort of business, yes. like, yep. you know, artisanal and creative and now yeah. recently it's become a lot busier. Has yes. there been like a particular tipping point or has it been a slow burn? Is there something you can pinpoint?
1: Well, it um it was a slow burn to start with um, but all of a sudden it's just exploded yeah. and I really don't know why
0: yeah
1: because I feel like you know, I haven't really changed at it all it's just I think other people have loved it and they've run with it yeah if you know what I mean mm-hmm. um so other people have sort of carried it for me which has just been so gracious like it's just it, it's just lovely
0: yeah. Yeah, I think Mia Friedman or someone on Instagram yeah. must have been talking about you. I was like, "Oh, what is this?" <laughs> so I guess it's um, word of mouth for you.
1: Oh, it has been. It has been. I'm very appreciative.
0: And what gives you the most joy in your business?
1: Oh, what gives me the most joy? Um, definitely the creating side. Yeah, and the story behind the sense as well, mm-hmm. and being able to be in that creative bubble you know think mad scientist that's my really happy place yeah it's like no distractions being being in that other world um that's
0: that's probably the best the best part of it definitely not the admin (laughs) oh i was gonna ask then next what's (laughs) the most challenging part of ray wild (laughs) Yeah. Um, You should uh, be good at admin. I know I should be. I'm really not, though. the careers advisor could see you now.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. I haven't looked back, to be honest. (laughs) But, um, yeah, look, admin is not my strong point. And my husband would also say tidying and keeping my studio tidy. Um, I don't allow a lot of time for that because, let's be honest, that's not my favourite part.
0: no. (laughs) Do you ever mix something and it just smells horrible? Yes, all the time.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I wondered that. I th- look, I think um, that you can really, f- when you're creating, you can really fall into that trap of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can be quite paralyzing if you don't push through and allow yourself to fail a lot. Do you mean um,
0: fear in, w- in what part?
1: Fear in failing fear yeah. in creating something bad fear yeah. in um not meeting your own expectations or standards yeah. yeah and i think living here living in the mountains it taught me that um imperfection is fine you know the australian bush is perfectly imperfect mm-hmm. and yeah. it allows yeah it allows that deeper acceptance of personal art and artistic imperfection as well
0: yeah,
1: um, you know the impermanence and the imperfection. It's all very, you know, deep and um, moving, and it's so important. So from that, you can gives you the confidence to fail. And yeah. there are a lot of a lot of beakers that have been thrown, you know, in the down the down mm. the sink.
0: <laughs> I guess it'd be like a canvas for an artist as well. Is essentially yeah. what you're doing, like a painting that doesn't work out.
1: Yes. You just go, you put it down to, you You need to have the confidence to say why didn't it work.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: and be aware of why it didn't work and really scrutinise that and, um, you know, really investigate it because the best thing you can do is learn from that. Mm. And if you're too scared to question your own failures, then you don't learn.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what emotions are you feeling when you're creating a perfect... Yeah
1: um All different sorts. It depends what I'm creating. So, if if I'm creating for a, a a place, I really like to try and get into that bubble and into that story. So I try and so feel what they're an feeling.
0: A, an accommodation place might yeah. be wanting a yes.
1: signature scent. So yeah yes, yep So just trying to put myself in that experience, I will try and experience that. I won't bring my own emotions into it. If that makes yeah. sense um or if I'm creating for a person I mean people are all different so you've got to try and feel what they're feeling
0: yeah oh that's lovely so it's not joy all the time <laughs> no that's no good. and how do you sell fragrance online when people can't smell it oh that's
1: such a good question
0: yeah.
1: and I uh, you know it was really interesting because when I before I put uh, started the website I remember saying to someone that I'm selling perfume online and they screwed up their nose and they said that won't work. Oh,
0: people. I know. And
1: I loved, you know what, I love that because I dig my heels in and say, watch me. Yeah. (laughs) So I just decided that if I was going to expect someone to experience this scent or this perfume, I needed to try and put them in my story. Yeah. You know. And you can do that really well with an image and really well with words. Yeah. So I had to try and it's like writing this tiny little article on, you know, a place, a travel travel journalist does the same thing, trying to take someone there through words and pictures. So it's oh, just the same. Me, totally, yeah. Continually, continually,
0: <laughs> kind of like that. So obviously yeah. storytelling's really important in France.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But to get
1: it right as well. You want to do justice to that scent.
0: Mm. And you also do masterclass scent-making classes. And I was reading about those online, the reviews, yeah. even, and Jess and I were just like, oh, my gosh, we have to go there. We walk people through the bush and you do it. Yeah. It like, yeah. sounds amazing. What um, led you to run classes and what do you love about them?
1: Oh, look, I do the odd class yeah. and this year I had planned to actually travel up the east coast and run classes but that wasn't to be I know I had had it all planned out but can you come wasn't to orange to <laughs> when
0: you do your road trip please I
1: will good, I promise good. um but I I really wanted to do it because obviously living in a town of 350 people there's not a lot of opportunity to have a good long chat so I really <laughs> I um I love meeting new people and I love Uh, you know, working with people and just being in that fun environment. So purely 100%, that's why I did it.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Finish the lockdowns. So I found you on Instagram, so it's clearly working for you. Do you love or loathe social media?
1: Oh, gosh. She's a beast, isn't she?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a good way of describing it, actually. (laughs) I love
1: it. I love it, but I needed—I need to put boundaries on it. Yeah. Um, because I—I'm very sensitive person, and I think you have to not—I don't like the term thick skin. I really don't, because I think I think having thin skin is such a gift. Yeah. Um, but I needed to put some boundaries on it.
0: Yeah. From people saying like bad things or just um. The constantness of it all. Just
1: the constantness of it,
0: I think. Because i don't even you can, know if that's a word. Is that a word? Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter. We all we all know. Um yeah. I think it's it you can sort of fall into that trap of really falling into other people's stories a lot. I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I do that. So I need to try and reserve my energy. So I I cap my time. Yeah. But a really good tip that I was given was to when you go on there, make it purposeful. Yeah. You know, it, sort of socialize, be social with purpose. Don't go on there and mind, be mindless. Um, do it with purpose.
0: Oh, that is so good. I think I yeah. really actually needed to hear that today. So that's <laughs> really good. So you've got three kids, you've got I do. a booming business with lots yep. of facets. How. <laughs> How and, and still in lockdown, yes. how are you managing it all and do you feel like you have work-life balance? Oh, uh, let's be honest,
1: nothing's ever managed
0: <laughs> very well.
1: <laughs> um, there is, uh, I think work-life balance is a myth. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't and um, I think that's okay. People get so caught up in trying to maintain work-life balance when nothing lasts forever, nothing stays the same. So just sort of go with it, you know. um, There's times when I can create more and there's times when I create less and it's just being in the right mind spot of just going, okay, I'm not creating as much now as I want to be but that's okay. Getting a bit of perspective and knowing that it will come soon is is all part of that um but we've been i've been homeschooling with my husband yeah and jointly um, so we've been sort of um splitting our work and that's been a beautiful process oh, honestly
0: yeah. nice. nice <laughs> mine was not i think i've got from my homeschooling experience but um, <laughs> you seem like a lovely mum oh thank you I'll, i don't know if my kids would um
1: use those <laughs> words <laughs> but, but i'll take it from you pip thank you um but I, I don't know i love my children and i feel very honored to be their mum. and i feel very grateful to have beautiful healthy children so you know some days are hard i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna lie but how old put...
0: are they how old are they again
1: I've got twins that are twin boys that are 11 and a little four year old pocket rocket (laughs) who's in in intense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But if all
1: else fails, you just put them outside, they run around and climb trees.
0: Yeah. And that's the best type of schooling, really, isn't it? Yeah. And how did you start getting into signature scent creation for like brands, people, and places?
1: Yeah. It was. it was just something that I sort of stumbled across. I was obviously having this perfumery trade. I got approached by someone who asked me if I could design a scent for them. Yeah. And I, I, I'm a yes person. I like saying yes yeah. um, because even if it's going to be a challenge, I think, well, how do I, how do, I do it? It's sort of just, you know, you grow. Yeah. So I said yes, and then I went, how do we, how can we best do this? You know, how can we get the best? How can we do the best? And I want the best for you. So um, that sort of led on this path of, well, maybe if this one person really wants this experience. Maybe I could do this experience for more people. Mm-hmm. And with that came the, the joy of creativity as well. Yeah. So I just said, yes, let's do this.
0: Yeah. And what's the design process like when someone contacts you?
1: Yeah. So it's, um, I won't give too much away, yeah. <laughs> but it is, the whole scent design is an experience yeah. in itself. Um, and I really wanted that, that experience for people. I wanted them to be part of it and experience the joy that I'm experiencing. Yeah. And to be part of the process. I don't want them to hand their baby over to me, me create something and say, here it is, take it. Totally, yeah. So it had to be, it's, it's more of a collaborative approach. Um, and within that, I include my love for art and English and literature as well. Like it's all this
0: beautiful little bubble. It is, it is <laughs> so fun. Like all my staff yeah. here, we had the greatest times. I, I your little the little parcels arrived yeah. and we sit down <laughs> with our coffee and our coffee beans and we'd write yeah. notes and worked out which ones <laughs> we liked the best and yeah. which ones we liked over time on ourselves yes. as well. That was really yeah. um, a, re- a lot of fun because how do you interpret a brief from someone mm. that exactly that doesn't know what they want? That's very interesting. So
1: firstly I need to make sure they know what their brand is
0: Mm. you know if they're not
1: clear in it then we do spend a lot of time going back and forth so I'm clear with it
0: yeah
1: does that make sense Yeah, yeah yeah
0: that makes sense
1: so what I'm asking them to do is to try and give me as much as they can so I can be in their moment yeah so I can experience what they're experiencing so like this jumbled sense, yeah. They're created from one moment in time, yeah. So I need to, I need to see what that moment is. I need to feel, you know, what does that moment feel like? So I need yeah. to get as much from them as possible. Yeah. So I do. I'm one of those people that asks a lot of questions, um, which can get quite irritating. But I need to establish exactly what what it is that we're wanting to do.
0: Yeah. What do you love yeah. about Collaborations.
1: Oh my gosh. Um the joy of creation. Yeah. Um being, you know, just I think borrowing other people's moments.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: You know, I just feel like that's such a gift that they're giving me.
0: It's but amazing just... having it um <laughs> for someone, you know, I love collaborations because it's amazing to work with yeah. someone else that has skills that you don't have.
1: Yes, other trades. Yes, you know, and and almost understanding their world um, on a very real level because we have this social media where you know it's perceived and it, there is an element that that is one part of someone's life. But when you're creating a scent, you need to go well deeper than that, mm. and it's very much bundling the whole story into into the scent. So I think that's what I really enjoy getting down to those deeper levels.
0: Yeah. Do you have a dream collaboration that you'd love to do? Oh, my gosh, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I have I've really, really love um, Cara. I think you had Kara on one of your podcasts before, Rosenland.
0: Oh, she's been on the Design Files podcast. Oh,
1: my yeah. goodness.
0: Yes, so, yes. look, I just... You're aesthetic, and hers really overlap. So I think so I'm if just... you throw it out to the universe, <laughs> it'll probably come your way. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very addicted to the way that she sees
1: the world. Yeah. You know, as soon as I see her images, it's just this immediate rush of feeling, mm. which, you know, that doesn't happen very often. So um, her, but and on an artistic level, uh, Jessica Malboy, its oh. just something about her. She's just yeah. so... Be- like truly beautiful and it glows. you know absolutely and i've always dreamt of doing a um for her so maybe if i just throw it out to the universe oh my god you, know
0: you know what you call, actually call me? Need to do when you get off of, of this um zoom meeting yeah, yeah. Need to reach out to them because i feel like like how people reach out to you i just feel like yeah. they they are so perfectly aligned uh, wow. with you that's lovely. Thank you, Pip. So when I was doing, like, working out what I was going to ask you on this podcast, I went mm. back through my emails to re- find the email that I sent you. Yep. With all my terrible spelling mistakes. Like, I can't even spell <laughs> Mandarin. I read that and I was like, oh, my gosh, so <laughs> appalling. So I'm sorry. <laughs> here fine. you go. This is the email that I sent. you. Yep. Me. Hey, Amanda, I just (laughs) discovered your super cool business on Instagram and I almost fell off my chair in excitement, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, I used it 100. And then I ramble on a lot and then (laughs) I was like, I want to transport people through fragrance to Morocco. I want to wear it feel inspired, feminine, cool. And then I was like, can you somehow put all of these things in a bottle? And then I list all these things in dot points, which (laughs) I just read them out to her and she's laughing. (laughs) I want the earthy pink rendered walls, the sunset in the desert, the rose garden of Beldy Country Club, the smell of orange blossom that seems to be everywhere, the deliciousness of preserved lemons on the tagine, the smell of delicate spice in the air, the sound of call to prayer blasting over the rooftops. And you wrote back, yes. And then like it all (laughs) happened and you nailed it. Now we have two fragrances, sunrise Mm. and sunset, and you literally put all of those things somehow into a bottle like you took memories and made it yeah can you tell everyone about the two cents and how they came about i was when i first got your message
1: i just heard moroccan scent and i just instantly i was like yeah i i've always wanted to do this but i've never had a a reason yeah so i'm like um yes i'm all in and at that moment, I spent hours like, straight after that message, it was doing research. So I, I personally haven't been to Morocco, but it was hours of Googling on the internet of what is Morocco, what does Morocco look like. I want to know, I want to read every single travel journal I can. I want to hear from every single person. And I have pages and pages of notes of the most special parts of um, Morocco. So I think the first scent sunrise, yeah. um, there's this magical moment that everyone talks I'm gonna about. I'm going to smell
0: it at the same time. As, <laughs> I've got a little bottle here. as we...
1: And, you know, yes, travel yes, journalists, yes. They, they crave this moment and they all seek it out. So I thought what, what better moment to capture than this one. And it's the, you know, awakening in the desert, amidst Mm -hmm. all the sand dunes. And, you know, when I say sand dunes, I mean those melodic flow um, of sand. Yeah. You know, it's almost perfectly curated. So you're sitting there um, in stillness, waiting. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, the sun comes up and brings with it like the most brilliant of colours you know the most special parts of Mother Nature—the yellows and the oranges and the, you know, the bright pinks and reds and the purples—and you know, can you imagine that? and how mm-hmm. beautiful! And it's this very experience—it's so intense and so spellbinding and magical. And I thought that that experience can be put into scent. So it's very much about capturing those essences and then figuring out which notes align with that best. So I chose um, vetiver in that scent.
0: Yeah. And what is vetiver?
1: (laughs) Yep. So vetiver is, (laughs) it's actually bunch grass, believe it or not. It has the most intense, warm, dry, leathery, smoky aroma,
0: Yeah.
1: but it's, it's comes from its incredible root system. So it's, comes from the same family as lemongrass as well, but you wouldn't really know it. Like that very, very deep, deep note. Um, incredible. So I knew that had to be used because it really does inf- reflect the intensity of that moment. It's a very intense moment of the sunrise. Um, and narrowly was used in there as well. And the reason I used that particular note was because of its hues you know its color it's very orange in color mm-hmm. which does reflect the the sunrise as well
0: what is that um, made of as well sorry yeah it's no
1: yeah so neroli, i thought it was
0: neroli i have no uh, idea
1: i think it is neroli but i live in my own
0: little bubble and call oh it no Nari, no so. I, have to, I have to i'm sure the <laughs> or is it a south, south
1: australian thing it might be a south australian oh, no. yeah, yeah. twang but that comes from the bitter orange tree Okay. So it's the um, the white neroli blossoms, which are steam distilled. Oh. I Ooh. know. It's gorgeous process. Yeah. And it gives that very, it's very airy and citrusy and it's almost got this green to it as well and like little whispers of honey. It's just, it's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 It's very light, but I chose it for its hues. Um, and we've also got myrrh in there as well, which sort of symbolizes richness and you know it's a very rich experience some jasmine and of course rose yeah. because who doesn't love rose it's so beautiful yeah. um like the moment
0: oh yeah. it's so good i just yeah it's lovely here me <laughs> sitting here sniffing the perfumes at the yeah. same time now you're gonna have to tell me about sunrise, ro- sunset, sunset sunset is
1: like a complete off op- i wanted oh, it to be a complete opposite of sunrise like you know not only the scent to be the opposite but to um to really reflect that moment of the sun setting um and to it was sort of born from a very marrakesh vibe as well i wanted it to be that moment where people are sitting on that rooftop you know with friends sipping their mint tea you know overlooking the markets it's very vibrant which is why i put you know the sweet basil in there that's a very you know vibrant scent with lime i wanted it to be fun and um, but i really wanted to capture that specific moment and the if you look at the bottle of sunset it's very green and pink you yeah. know the tinct the tincture's green and the label's pink and it really reflects the architecture yeah. of that place as well yeah Um, with its greens and pinks but you know it's that that very moment sitting on the rooftop when the sun's setting and the sky just fills with a million twinkling stars you know it's very alluring beautiful um magical which i think the scent clever like (laughs) so clever
0: and i'm just you know it's just so special to have worked with you and it's just amazing
1: thank you i feel very lucky to um (laughs) have been able to oh, for you to trust me I think to create these scents
0: I'm stoked um
1: but to contribute as well and you know I think people that have traveled to Morocco will love these scents and people that have always wanted to go they can experience that through these scents as well yeah
0: it's cheaper than a plane ticket <laughs> <laughs> Little piece of Morocco at home. Totally. So, what does the future
1: hold for Rewild Co? I uh, let me be one hundred percent honest and say I've got no clue. Like I just, <laughs> uh, um, I, I used to make plans and now I don't, yeah. and I don't know. I still don't know if that's the right way to do things or not. I I don't know, but I think you have more fun when
0: you don't. Oh, totally. And you're going to keep growing and. <laughs> doing yep. new projects and yep. you can't plan for what you don't know
1: no and I think it's just I know what I like doing and if I keep saying yes to that I think everything else will be
0: will sort of fall into place
1: that's oh, my plan <laughs> if enough. I had to have one
0: that's no that's good no plan <laughs> is a good plan yeah and what's been your what's been your highlight so far your career highlight oh, I don't
1: really know um maybe all of it, it all, all of it but done. the admin <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god, that's so funny. Career, <laughs> career highlight, just working with other people that are specialists in what they do. That's yeah. been an absolute career highlight. And being able to do what I love every day. Yeah. Um, and being in other people's bubbles, that's probably the
0: career highlight. Yeah. And it's kind of cool <laughs> you're doing it from this tiny town and creating with people <laughs> all over the place and um
1: yeah, yeah it's but so there's, cool. it, it's great doing it here because there are very little distractions. And when I say distractions, I mean synthetic white noise. You know, we don't have billboards that capture my attention. We don't have, you know, radio blaring down. There's, we, um, it's just very peaceful and it sort of gives space for other things, if that makes sense.
0: No, that totally makes sense. I, think yeah. I want to move in renovate me another house and I'm, I'm coming
1: <laughs> yours looks pretty beautiful I've been watching hmm. watching the progress it looks pretty good Wish so <laughs> hurry up
0: now what <laughs> advice would you give someone who was wanting to turn their hobby yeah. maybe into a full-time gig
1: yeah or not really, a full-time
0: gig into a business yeah. I mean I should say really really
1: good question um one thing, one piece of advice I'd give them is don't get distracted with things that aren't relevant mm-hmm. um, and do more of what you love and the rest will come. Yeah. Um, stay true to yourself. Uh, don't, don't try and be anyone else because you're a gift to the world, so be you. Oh, I,
0: um, I think that's it oh, because yeah.
1: everything, everything else is small stuff, right? So yeah. that's the yeah. big stuff that matters
0: yeah totally yeah okay we've now got the jumbled mix bag you ready for it oh go (laughs) okay what is the best piece of advice that someone has given you
1: oh my goodness that's a really that's a really good question what's the best piece of advice that someone else has given me do you know what i'm going to say that The best thing the best advice people have given me is when they don't actually tell me anything, but they are just truly themselves. Yeah. Because I see I see them and I see them being themselves and that inspires me to be myself.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay. What to you is the best smell in the world? (laughs) Oh, it changes. (laughs) It
1: changes from day to day, but at the moment my favourite is lemon scented gum, which is native Australian. It's just oh, it's incredible. And it's up in north North Australia, so it's beautiful. If anyone can smell that, highly recommended.
0: Oh, give me some. Have you got your own signature scent? It's coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't
1: say anything.
0: No, that's exciting.
1: <laughs> it is. Watch this space. Yep.
0: <laughs> what is one thing that you could never give up? Coffee. <sniffs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just put it. Put me on a drip. Yep do you have a
0: secret talent
1: uh I actually thought you might ask this so last night I asked my husband and I said what's my hidden talent and he didn't even flinch and he said shopping on the internet and I said that's not hidden that's just a talent like I think (laughs) I think I'm truly gifted at that but um I think maybe bird identification the what Bird identification. Oh, my goodness. I know. You're a twitcher. I am such a twitcher. Oh, my
0: God. I love
1: that. I have a bird book and binoculars. They're vintage and I love them and they come with me everywhere, which drives my family crazy. I'm like, hang on, I think we've seen a bird. Quick, just wait. Wait five minutes for me to find it.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so good. I love that. That's a great one. What would you tell your younger self? Oh,
1: not everyone's going to like you, so don't don't get hung up on that. That's okay. It's not it's not they it's not hate. It's just incompatibility.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And if you want, weren't doing what you're doing now, yep. what would you yep. be doing?
1: Oh, sailing on a yacht around the Greek islands, eating food and enjoying myself in the sun. Oh my god, <laughs> do that
0: sounds amazing. Oh,
1: I a uh, what do they call them a uh, philanthropist. I can't oh. even say it. Oh, that's what I do. I don't I don't even know what that is, but it sounds good. <laughs> I
0: love it. Oh, I love it. I love this chat. I love your business and I can't Thank wait you. to see what the future holds for Rewild and for you because um Thank you. It smells nice and it's looking bright. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much for listening and sharing a glass of bubbles with us. Please subscribe if you want to hear more and share it with all your kick-ass businesswomen friends. So until next time, stay fabulous.